Hashtag SAFM Talking Point. Well, newly elected Northwest Premier Bushi Mabe says he'll prioritize issues of service delivery during his tenure. He won 21 votes, while the DA's candidate, Winton Rabotabi, received only five yesterday. The Northwest Province has municipalities that are barely functional, and of course, many have been placed under administration over the last couple of years. Professor Andre Duvenacher is a political analyst from the Northwest University. Professor Duvenacher, good morning and thank you so much for your time. You, of course, are an expert in the politics of the Northwest. Uh, sitting down yesterday, listening to Bushima Be talk about his vision for the province of the Northwest, what do you think is bringing to the table that can make a difference? Well, uh, to start with, as you mentioned, the situation in the province is providing a number of huge challenges. Since 1994, we had 40-plus interventions from provincial government in order to rescue local government in terms of Article 139 of the Constitution. We know that the ANC is also uh, in, in disarray as a result of conflict. They couldn't even elect a provincial executive committee is currently functioning an interim provincial co- committee under the leadership of uh, Chalki. And then on the other side, we have the fact that the whole province and certain departments are put under administration under Article 100 of the Constitution. So generally speaking, this is a very difficult and very challenging political environment. Now, the question, what can MAPE brings that uh, uh, Professor Job Mohoro couldn't bring? I think there's one aspect. I think his standing within the ANC is stronger than was the case with uh, Premier Professor Job Mohoro. But I think he's also going to face some of these challenges You know, out of all the premiers in the province over the the period since 1994, Mm -hmm. only two of them could have complete their terms. And that was Popo Mulevi and Edna Mulewa. So I think it's going to be really challenging. Now, the background of Mr. Mape is that he is uh, a person from the Northwest, although for times he was outside that. He has postgraduate qualifications, and listening to him, he made a number of promises, or promises like politicians always do, but I think he's going to find it extremely difficult to take this through the system. Already, I have picked it up that people like Supra Muamupelu, who is one of the strong men in the province, is not very happy with the appointment, and I think we can expect some conflict on certain levels. Taking into consideration there's a local government election Mm. coming up within the next, let's say, about two months, then it's going to be an extremely challenging but also conflicting and maybe even violent political environment. So I think he is in 
for a tough ride ahead. Mm. You know, P- Professor Duvenacher, as you are saying this, one of our listeners has uh, sent me the video of this Mabatu uh, Palm Spring Hotel that has been set on fire. And one of the, the things that our listener is saying is that, um, you know, the Northwest Premier and his friends escaped being killed as, uh, you know, the rooms they were sleeping in, uh, at, at the Mahigeng Hotel were part of those that caught fire. Now, of course, that would be unconfirmed reports. That's just uh, an allegation that is being made by one of our listeners. And there's, there's a video, uh, you know, taken from very close range at this hotel. Now, when you talk about the conflict, you talk about violence. Do you see it getting to a point where scenes like these that it it's not completely improbable that there would be some form of targets on different leaders in that province yes without any doubt we have seen violence in a number of occasions we have seen violence towards the end of the term of premier supramuamupelu there was a bit of protest when job mohoro lost his position And generally speaking, we have seen violence in other districts of Northwest, thinking about Rustenburg and a few other areas. So without any doubt, there is the possibility, I would say, it is one of the more likely scenarios Mm. that we may see patterns of instability and patterns of violence. If we take this into the bigger picture of South African politics, without any doubt, there's currently higher levels of violence, different forms of violence than was the case, let's say, a decade ago. You can see that from statistics with regard to violent uh, service delivery protests, xenophobic tendencies. We have Mm. seen this xenophobic thing is very prominent in parts of Northwest, amongst others, here in Clarksdorf as well. And then also the bigger infighting within the African National Congress, which has not come to an end. So I am seeing a picture of high levels of instability. In fact, one of my perspectives is that it is going to be difficult to ensure a stable environment that can produce a free and fair election Mm. towards the end of October, beginning of November this year. And without any doubt, this is probably, in uh, provincial terms, even more likely in Northwest than in some other parts of the country. Uh, Professor Duvenacher, what what you are saying, of course, is mind-blowing in the sense that what we have seen, which is high rates of politically motivated killings in different parts of of the country, but also, uh, you know, targets and attacks on people like whistleblowers, as we recently saw with Babita Diokaran. So the situation we are in as a country is bad enough. Are you saying that part of what we are seeing 
is going to get worse, especially in provinces such as the Northwest, where it seems there is a lot at stake for the different groupings that want access to um, resources, that want to be able to make decisions over where resources go. You know, to be honest with you, I hope really that I am wrong in this regard. But working with the major indicators of change in the South African political environment, looking at things like the escalation in crime statistics, you talk about political assassinations, the assassination of whistleblowers. Uh, We are talking about escalation, and you can look at the statistics of uh, xenophobic tendencies. I have no doubt that the moment you reach an election, that is the point when the ordinary citizens are becoming involved in politics. To give you one example, revolution is nothing else than an explosion of political participation, which is violent in nature. Taking that definition, I believe we are going to see more of this in the build-up to the election. The moment there's an election, a democratic system is very much vulnerable. And we have seen some of the statistics of some of these survey groups indicating that the ANC support at the moment may be on 50, even below 50 percent. And the open question is how is the incumbents going to react? Not to talk about people who didn't get on the lists. So in that sense, I'm reading a very difficult scenario. And then we have this history of the instability in July. And I read it as an episode of a cycle of violence. And it's not impossible that this violence can continue. My own take of South African politics is that the big fight in South African politics is between Ace Mahashule and Cyril Ramaphosa. And I recently received information that that fight is by far not over. So yes, I must conclude that the possibility for higher levels of violence, especially during election time, is highly likely. Hopefully, our president and his security team can use the security institutions to create a stable environment and ensure a free and fair election, because this is of critical, critical importance in this phase of the consolidation of our democratic dispensation. Professor Andre Duvenacher, let me thank you so much for your time, political analyst from the Northwest University. Here you were worried about COVID-19, potentially contracting the virus in the queue, right? Professor Duvenacher has just thrown a big span in the works in terms of the kind of conflict contestation that we are well likely to see going into this election. It's just after 9.30 and Musa standing by with a look at your headlines.